Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I'm so excited today to have my conversation with Kevin Keppel. We had a fantastic prep call the other day. I love your experience. I love your energy. I love the fact that your office is decorated with pictures that your dog picked out, (laughs) right? I mean, that just makes you one of my people. Um, But before we get into all of that and why your dog is allowed to decorate your house, um, why don't you give everybody a little bit more formal introduction to who you are and what it is that you do? Sure. I, Kevin Keppel. Yeah. I'm a guy with a dog, as you said, a dog named Frank. <laughs> and, go. uh, yeah, by day I, I gratefully get to, uh, help leaders really find freedom and, uh, move away from overstressed and burned out and, uh, whatever form of chaos they're in so that they can, you know, leverage their unique genius and really create the way they want to create with who they want to create with. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And and one of the thing as I'm listening to y'all, it's so true, right? We fall into overwhelm. I call it reaction mode amongst other things by default. And it's not a place that's easy to create from. So how did you, what had to happen? I always say that. What had to happen to make this a thing, right? I, I, I'll tell you a random weird story to start to, so you understand where I'm coming from. I was on vacation in Puerto Vallarta, and I happened to wake up really, really early, and I caught the guy walking around the pool area shaking the palm trees so that all of the loose coconuts and iguanas fell out of the palm trees before the people came and sat under the pool. And all I could think of is what had to happen where that's now a process. So what happened for you, right? What had to happen for you to come to the place? Because I know a little bit about your background and you'll share that with people where this became the difference that you wanted to make in the world. Yeah, I got tired of getting hit in the head by coconuts and falling iguanas. (laughs) Falling iguanas. Yeah, they're a little scratchy. They've got long nails. Um, Yeah, I I had to get hit in the head many, many times about coconuts. Unfortunately, before I got it, I uh, I got the the square peg crammed in the round round hole and uh, jumped up and down on it until I got really stuck. You know, it's yeah. I I was uh, you know having success and various professional sales roles and that success was actually I thought it was what I wanted but it was actually taking me farther away from what I wanted because I was really stuck in that zone of excellence I was winning and I was you know on the top of the leaderboards and making money and uh it seemed to have this inverse relationship with happiness though like the more I was making the less happy I was because I think subconsciously I really knew that I was in the wrong place I just hadn't admitted it and brought awareness to it and you know, I, I thought I had all the things that I'd wanted for so long, you know, like a, a cool job, had a cool office, I made good money and I worked with cool people and, but I was really unhappy and, and I was frustrated because, you know, when you get everything you want, you know, quote unquote, and then you're still unhappy. I was like, maybe there's something fundamentally wrong with me. And, right. you know, are, well, and you know, one of the things I said this to someone the other day, 
it's a version of settling. And so many people settle. And what I've discovered is settling doesn't mean sucking, right? Usually we think settling means you're settling for having no money or settling for things not working. But the truth is you could be having externally, like you're describing all the things, but settling for being unhappy on what it takes to get them. Yeah. Well, I mean, people get comfortable, you know, myself included in the past and, you know, we push through the hard and then we get, you know, tired of pushing through the hard and we decide that, you know what, like I've arrived and, you know, let, I'll let it be easy now. And you know, like if, if we're not a little bit better than we were yesterday, then we're missing the whole point. You know, I don't have to take over the world every day, but I do need to, you know, grow every day. And that's good because, you know, there's no staying the same. I think a lot of people, you know, make that mistake. It's like, well, you know, just like I am who I am. Like, okay, cool. But just because you decide to stay the same doesn't mean the world stops revolving, right? It's going to continue to revolve around you. It's just not going to revolve around you the way you want it to revolve around you. Seldom does. <laughs> so as hard as I try, seldom does. <laughs> the world would just do what I wanted it to do. So was there a particular coconut that, or a particular iguana that got you to make the big change? I think one of the You know, there's all sorts of different versions of this. First, it's a whisper. Then you get hit in the head. Then you get hit in the head harder. Like, what was finally your aha moment where, like, I have to do this differently? I had a really good business coach at the time. And, you know, he was like, tell me what you like about your job Mm -hmm. and your career. What You know, he said like. And I was like, well, I love this and I love that and blah, blah, blah. He's like, dude, I don't even think you like anything you do. He's like, you're not even like looking him in the eye when you're talking, you're in your slump down, your body, your body language is all bad, your tone changed. I was like, well, some things could be better. And you know, it wasn't that I didn't like anything. I really liked, I really love getting to help people, you know, be more and, you know, step into their greatness. And that was a big part of my, uh, my role, but not the entire part, you know, like it gets to be now. And so I, I found myself doing a lot of things that I wasn't very talented at. And it was hard and like the things that we're not designed to do, you know, it takes a lot of effort and there's very little output. And then uh, it gets really dangerous when you start personalizing the lack of success and, and like making performance personal is, you know, that's one of the worst things you can do. It's like, you know, I just, I bet you're like the third person in two days that has said that to me in one way or another, that when you internalize the failures, it's doom. And the fact is, that the person who is the most successful also has the most failures because the only way to be successful is to try so many times that it finally works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know very many people that uh, were able to ride a bike the first time they tried, but I know a lot of people that know how to ride a bike. You know, it's like you, the first is usually the worst and, you know, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, obviously a very prolific writer, and you know, he said, you know, every writer's first draft is is crap. He used a different word, but I'll use yeah. that one. It's a little <laughs> bit more gentle. Uh, but he had a good point, man. It's like, you know, all writers will tell you that, you know, the power comes from the editing, not from, yeah. you know, the initial shot. And it's the same thing with whatever we're doing. It's like, man, just don't take yourself so seriously. You'll and my, um, my favorite quote around that is, uh, Winston Churchill quote, I believe, success is the ability to go from failure to failure with no lack of enthusiasm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he knew something about that. He failed like on a grand <laughs> scale when he was young. And that's he attributes that to a lot of the success he had later in life. You know, it's like contrast gives us clarity, right? What we don't want. What you don't want is as important as what you do, 100%. Yeah. So now you're out there doing something that absolutely speaks to you. So tell me more about the types of transformations you get to witness and be a part of. Sure. Um, gosh, so many cool things I've gotten to just see people step into, you know, like um, thinking about one of my clients right now, she's a CEO of a, her own financial services company. And she started that we've been working together for a few years and she started that uh, her company two years ago. And now she stepped over to that company and she was making great money. I mean, she was making like $500,000 a year and like, right. Like that's fantastic money. Yeah. And you know, she, was like, well, I want to start my own company and I want to double my revenue and I want to grow the business at the same time. I'm like, sure, simple enough, go. right? <laughs> and, and like, oh yeah, and on top of that, I don't want to work uh, on Fridays anymore and I want to have some freedom because she was so busy. Like she was missing out. She has two kids mm -hmm. around like eight and 10. So super active, obviously. And you know, like kids now have like five baseball games a week oh or whatever, God. right? Like, like, like you just went go outside and then yeah. come back later. And that was the extent of our. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so she's missing out on her, not even present to her own success, basically, because she's creating all this success, but she doesn't get to experience it. And so, you know, it's just really. And it's not about doing more. It's about being more, as we all know. And so it really is like, hey, what do we need to stop doing? 100%. Stop. What it's. I'm in the middle of this big push right now where whether it's my money, whether it's my time, my focus, like if I can't tie what I'm doing, spending, you know, all of it directly to something that means a lot to me, I'm revisiting everything I'm doing and spending. Yeah. What's and the I, point? Right. And I think we don't do that. I think we get so in a reaction mode or so in a what we're supposed to be doing, kind of like with your career, what laid out in front of, you know, this was the path, go be successful. That we don't think about what we want. Like, so if you were to, since that really is your focus, where do you tell people to start if they want to start living that more intentional life, living that consistent journey to be greater where do you tell them to start yeah start simple just two questions what do you want why do you want it you know, ask ask anybody that and watch the answers you get you're going to get a lot of words that don't tell you anything most of the time because not that people are trying to hide it that people just aren't very clear and like if you don't know what you want it makes it really hard to know what action to take to go get it it makes it how would you even know if you did get it if you don't know what right. you want and then the why is your purpose, you know, like this thing you want, how does it serve? You know, like where's the generosity mix into that? What's the purpose behind it? And, you know, so many people, though, they, they, they get those first two questions. If they do answer those, it's like, okay, but how, how? I've never done this before. And this is just ego wanting to know the how. It has to, you know, like, but if you're going to create something, some version of you or some product or service or whatever that hasn't existed, you know, then you don't know how. And that's, you know, creativity right and that's the greatest gift you bring into the world is your unique expression of creative genius and you know we all have genius absolutely all of us are born with genius but it's not really about the you know the talents you're born with it's about consistency 
know, consistently, consistently showing up and just, you know, letting go of the things that don't serve you and evolving the things that do and, you know, just being open to, you know, what if. Love what you're learning here and interested in more? Check out conqueryourbusiness.com to get immediate access to all sorts of additional resources and stay updated on our upcoming training events. This whole idea of being open, I'm one of my recent theories is I 100% agree with you that people are not clear on what they want. But I think the more I talk to people, it's not that they don't know what they want. It's just so buried because they're so scared of wanting anything. It's been beaten out of them to want anything that it's just under the muck. So you're not really trying to figure out what you want so much as you're trying to make it visible to yourself again. Yeah. Well, it's like just giving yourself permission to Mm -hmm. be, you know, who you truly are. And it's the one thing that definitely derails that is that terrible game that humans love to play the comparison game. It's like we look at other people and then we get, if you compare yourself to other people, you get two results. It's like inferior or superior and neither one disconnect. Yeah. And neither one is going to connect you. And that's what we all want is connection to other humans because, you know, like that's the, that's the whole goal, right? It's like to be seen and to see other people. That whole be seen is huge. Um, I know in the masterminds that I'm in and I imagine you, and, and I try to do this with my clients as well. And I'm sure you see this. To be able to be witnessed, right? To be able to be witnessed by other humans who don't judge you for wanting to go for more, even when it's hard. I have so many people tell me, well, why don't you just take it easy? Well, but that instead of just witnessing the fact that I want to be more and sometimes it's hard. And there's so few times for us to truly be seen. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think staying the same is going to be a lot harder than, you know, pushing forward and working to be more. You know, we're not designed to stay the same. We, you know, we were touching on this a little bit earlier. I feel like it was like personal inflation, you know, stay mm-hmm. the same. You're, you're not staying the same. You're regressing. Right. And it's like if you hear yourself saying the words always and never, like those are judgments and rules you've made about yourself. You know, that if it's not serving you, then make a new decision. Oh, that's like one of the guarantees we get. Like we kind of get a few guarantees in life, right? We're going to die. We're going to pay taxes and things are going to change. Things are going to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you were going to, let's see, let's, I, I love doing this. Let's uh, shorten some people's learning curves, right? If you, the way I phrase it is, if you just don't do what I did, you will already be <laughs> ahead of the game. What are some of the things that in your, in your journey, from the awareness that the job track you were on wasn't the right one to where you are now, what are some of the pitfalls that you would put out there to help other people avoid? Sure. Stop believing everything you think. Number mm-hmm. one, like sometimes it's just a thought. If it doesn't serve you, then let it go and wait for a better thought. Right. You don't have to hold on to it. That's very, very true. You're way more than just the thoughts in your head. You're whatever it is that experiences those, but you know, so much more powerful in it. You know, really just allow yourself to make new decisions, new decisions about yourself and about the people around you. 
and you know understand like hey i don't need to have an opinion about everything i see and that's yeah. okay you know like and really it's none of my business what other people think like that's great that you have an opinion about what i should do but you know what you're not living my life i am and really learn to lean into the infinite parts of yourself and if you're trying to process everything through your mind like that's all ego and that the mind's very powerful but it has a beginning and an end and so you know i really need to use my heart and my gut like what do i know and you know like what does it feel like when i'm resisting as opposed yeah. to accepting what does yeah. it feel like when i'm reacting as opposed to creating because if i'm reacting you know I used that great word earlier i'm just reacting to other people's reactions probably you know right like, oh 100% it just becomes you know ping pong game yeah and you know what learn to say no and mean it you know like creating boundaries like ask yourself hey what am i tolerating what am i tolerating for myself what am i tolerating from other people and it's not to, so you go out and tell everybody like i'm not tolerating this anymore right. 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 it doesn't I, come it, right i think that's one of the challenges i see that people interpret having boundaries knowing what you want going for more they interpret if i if you do all that it inherently hurts other people and that's not how that works uh, well like boundaries like the people in your life who get upset when you create a boundary are the ones who benefited from you yeah. not having a boundary right and then like the people that you you know the ones who are meant to be there they'll understand when you create a boundary it's because you want to keep them in your life not because you're trying to keep them out right and you know people like we teach people how to treat us. If I yeah. teach you that it's okay to take advantage of me, then I, guess what happens? You'd probably continue to do so. And again, it's not like a grand pronouncement. Don't you don't need to stand on the roof of your house and, you know, I now have boundaries. <laughs> right? I'm done. No more. <laughs> yeah. No more. Just understand, you know, what are the guidelines? You know, what is and isn't acceptable? And what are the rules of engagement for people to get, you know, on your team or in your space or whatever? And, and just, I think like, man, like one of the things that really transformed everything for me was understanding that we have a choice. You know, we have a choice when it comes to love and fear. Like in every moment, we're either motivated by one of those two. It's either fear or love. Like fear wears lots of hats, like anger, guilt, shame, remorse, and all that. It's all fear-based. And love is love. So it's like, you know, love is creating. Fear is reacting. So am I being love or am I being fear right now? And I love what you said about it's it's a choice. And one of the things that is in my morning routine that I go through every day is I can make a different choice at any moment, yeah. right? Even if I made the same mistake every day for the last 10 years, I can decide today to do something differently, to think something differently. Yeah. It, it can be that fast. Yeah. And if you don't like the result, you can do it again. I like, can do it again. It's no big deal. Just with, without the story, right? Without like, the story. And that, you know, that's part of it. Any mistakes that I've made in the past are in the past, even if those mistakes were just yesterday. Yeah, that, that's a really good point, too, because, and I'm sure you've seen this, and I guess I've seen personal examples, and I've seen so many examples with my clients. It's like the continued fixation and focus on the problem makes the problem like the actual new problem after the actual right. situation is gone right? right it's like that's not even relevant anymore like no this is the problem yeah, no not really 
And yeah, we do. And we all know people were more attached to the problem than the solution. When the problem becomes the safety, you know, the comfort zone. Yeah, but that's why, like, just learning to let go and detach from the outcome is such a great tool. It's like, if I have this specific outcome that I expect to happen, then I have expectations. And how do I win with expectations of myself or of others? Like, because if I do what I expected, then, like, there's no real win. That's what I expected, right? But if I don't, I failed. So, like, I can definitely lose, but I can't win. So that sounds like an awesome game. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. And and the other thing that I've learned is, you know, because we're, we're both entrepreneurs. We both serve entrepreneurs. The audience is entrepreneurs. And so it's always about growing your business. Okay, great. And the money's great. But the emotional freedom from the work that we're talking about doing is invaluable. And truthfully, the money doesn't really come until you figure this stuff out. Yeah. And if you're not okay internally, no amount of money is going to make you okay. Like yep. that was part of the problem I had. I, I remember just getting big checks and like not finding any joy and that like, not that you're supposed to, but I didn't understand that at the time. Like, and then I realized it didn't matter if there was a bunch of commas in this number, like it'd be cool, but it wouldn't be like, now I'm happy. Right? Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So if people want to continue this conversation with you, evidently the cat showed up. She would like to continue this conversation with you. What is the best way for people to reach you? Because I think your approach is just so dead on. And I love, I love the juxtaposition of my energy and your energy and how much we agree on everything. <laughs> right. Right? It just proves you don't have to do it my way. Yeah. I say that all the time. You don't have to be me. I can be Energizer Bunny. I'm this old and this wound up you can only imagine what it was like in my 20s right but i love that juxtaposition so for people to continue this conversation with you what is the best way for them to reach out uh linkedin or instagram just my name kevin keppel so you know oh. say hi i think i could help i'm happy to answer any questions you have i just you know that's the whole point just to grow as much as we can so we can give it all away 100%. Love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you for sharing your story with me, your insights with me, um, your coconut and iguanas with me. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice, leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time.